Hi, I'm Sumit Bose. Welcome to the Net Hero podcast. Remember, we're online, we're video and audio. You can download us, you can watch us on the Energy Live News YouTube channel, and of course, subscribe to the podcast with whatever podcast service you listen to. We want you to be involved in the podcast every week, so make sure that you get in touch. If you've got something you think should be talked about, you're doing something in net zero or ESG or sustainability, or you just think you've got a tale that others would be inspired by, then drop me a line, nethero at futurenetzero.com, and make sure that you listen in regularly. Without you as the audience and also our guests, the podcast is nothing. Now, on to this week's episode. Now, the whole point of the Net Hero podcast, which has reached 20,000 downloads, by the way, so thank you very much. Brilliant stuff. But the whole point of it is to tell inspiring stories. Well, I never thought the day would come where <laughs> we've actually inspired one of our own. Mahin Khan, who used to work with us for two years, has now headed back to Pakistan. And she used to set up this very podcast. And today, Mahin, you're the subject of it. How's that feel? It actually feels really weird to be on the other side. Thank you for having me. You much prefer being the other side, don't you? Just setting it all up. I do, I do, yes. Now, for people who don't know, you were with us for two years, working both on Energy Live News and Future Net Zero. You were doing brilliant stuff. You were working as a researcher and you were learning about the sector. And then you had to go back to Pakistan. Um, and now you're back. You've decided to do something very, very good. Tell me, tell me what's what's going on. So, as you know, that when I was working for Energy Live News and Future Net Zero, I started becoming aware of climate change and sustainability. And I think working with Energy Live News and Future Net Zero really, really, really actually fueled my passion for this sector and for this subject. And then uh, the rest is history. I decided one day to go back home and to make a difference back home. And I think another mindset that I had was that. Um, because of the current situation of our country also, we're just really tired of people telling us what to do. So I think there has to be a start somewhere and we need to save ourselves and you don't need to be good at something to start it. You just need to start it and make a difference right back home. So that was the mindset that I had. That's very good. That's I, a that's a very Bose method. Just start it anyway. I like it. <laughs> so tell tell everyone what you're doing. What What is the company? What What is its aim? So basically, uh, I started a a sustainability consultancy with another person who is very like-minded like me and so it's called CarbonWise. So CarbonWise is a sustainability consultancy and the uh, goal of CarbonWise we basically have two very very basic goals. So the first goal is, is to make people aware about climate change and sustainability. Unfortunately in Pakistan people are not aware about this. So we are going to try and make people aware about climate change and sustainability and the second goal that we have is to make people accountable. Now, the problem is that we as humans, we need to be held accountable for everything. And if we are not aware about this, so this links to my previous goal, which is that if you're not aware about it, you won't be held accountable for it. So for that, we're actually going to launch an app that is going to make people aware about their carbon emissions and how much um, carbon they're emitting to the environment. So that's the purpose. So it's very simple. One is to make people aware and the other is to make them accountable. I love it, Mahi, but also very important because this is part of the reason I, no, I didn't just want to see you again because it's lovely to see you. But the main point is, you know, there's a very Western feel to all this net zero stuff and that, you know, it's very big news here. It's very big news across Europe. 
probably a bit less so in America, but it's generally seen as a, a white Western nation thing. And yet climate change affects places like India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, uh, the, the, the Philippines so much more in a much more devastating way. We've seen it just over this summer. Why do you think the people in your hometown and the people across Pakistan uh, haven't been as engaged? Is it just because, frankly, they're just getting on with life and it's hard enough? No, so actually the thing that you said that, yes, it is a westernized concept, but the thing is that the global south is actually being impacted by it. And now people are actually starting to see that. So do you know that Pakistan actually contributes less than 1% towards the world's global emissions, but we're the eighth most vulnerable country. So until and unless you don't make people aware about it and you don't tell people the implications about it, they won't know that climate change is a really, really big problem for us. And the thing is that, like you said, yes, this problem is being overshadowed for sure in countries like ours because Pakistan is a developing nation. And the problem is that, you know, we have so many other issues of our own, such as, you know, the political instability and economic crisis that climate change is often being mm. overshadowed. But the part is that all of these things are interlinked, the floods and the heat waves, they're killing so many people. And because of that, it's adding to the political crisis and to the economic crisis. So this problem needs to, to be addressed globally. And it's really important for countries like us because it is actually harming our economy and harming our society. And people need to be aware about it. Before we talk about what you're doing, which I think, as I said at the beginning, is a great idea. When you came back, obviously, having been institutionalized by us, when you started to talk to people about what were your friends saying? Did they think, what the hell, yeah, what are you on about now? Or do you think there's a change and that we don't probably see that actually in places like where you are in Pakistan, the young particularly, but probably everyone is much more aware. What did you find when you started to say, hey, guys, have you thought about climate change or whatever? What was the response? I think it was a mixed response. Like some people told me that, why are you doing this? I, I don't think it's going to work, <laughs> actually. And so that was a, so and but some people were very, very encouraging about it because they said that, yes, you're right. Sustainability is the next thing. But those people who said that, yes, you're right. Sustainability is the next big thing were the ones who were actually aware about the problem. So that's that actually brings me back to my original point that people are not aware about this in Pakistan. It's not treated as a really, really big challenge because unfortunately we have so many other issues of our own. And I think our government is also not doing enough to promote um, climate change as a really, really, really serious problem. So what's, so, going, on? what's going on? Give us a, 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 a view for the, for the listeners and viewers of kind of what Lahore, which is your hometown, what it's like your city i mean is there a lot of pollution what's what's the state i mean are there any electric vehicles of any kind what 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 would you see if you went there now to show any sign of any change towards you know what, what's happening with the climate and net zero so i think things are starting to happen but there isn't any massive change uh the thing is that during the months of uh, October to December, we have smog and we have the third worst air quality in the world. And then in the summer, we're faced by floods and we don't have a proper humanitarian response to that. And we don't have proper facilities for mitigation as well. So, and the problem is because unfortunately, like we do not have proper regulatory bodies. We don't, yeah. we don't have proper expertise. And of course, for all of this, we need uh, international funding. So because of these problems, things are not being dealt properly in the sector. So 
but actually surprisingly a lot of people are talking about sustainability and i've seen a couple of startups who are talking about climate change and sustainability so people slowly slowly are becoming aware of this but on a massive root level i don't think anything of that sort has been done except the 8 billion tsunami tree um, program that pakistan did so that was uh, massive because that did a lot of offsetting for us but apart from that we actually need a lot of regulatory bodies and we need a proper framework we don't have a proper uh, framework this might actually surprise you but people don't know what net zero also means in of course so, yeah, i'm i'm not surprised yeah. actually because uh, yeah. <laughs> so when you go there um describe it you you have still diesel buses or have they moved to lpg is there a lot of pollution every day when you walk on the streets what's happening in terms of you know clearing up uh, energy because you know it's a hot country i i know what it's like in india every shop you in the ac is on and it's going full blast can you describe what sort of picture you you could t- paint for for the viewers and listeners of of what it's like in terms of energy use so the thing is that we rely a lot on uh, private transportation and we don't rely at least the strata the different income strata but in pakistan mostly people have a car and right. we um, rely we a, driver, a lot yeah. on, so we rely a lot on um, private transportation and there are really really less um, electric vehicles i've of seen course. hybrids so Ah, but a lot wow. of yes i've seen people actually getting hybrids now but uh, we have we still have a lot of uh, petrol cars and as far as the public transportation is uh, concerned we actually do have some electric buses and we actually do have um, we ha- actually do have them but another thing is that i don't think they're being regulated properly and we still have a really really long way to go in terms of that and in terms of things like the energy use um obviously here you seen it you covered it for my you know people are a bit more aware about things and kind of recycling this stuff funnily enough i think that's very big in the subcontinent actually because people reuse things anyway but things like recycling things like ac and making sure the temperature is not too cold and the energy is any awareness on that or is it just you know what i'm going to keep the shop nice and cool and it doesn't matter about what what the environmental just- cost is I think just a little bit but I actually want to add this point that people are actually installing solar units actually you know people right. are making houses now so that's something that's actually happening yeah. um but other than that no um it's just all out there but not there isn't enough uh, awareness and that's something that's clearly missing so yeah other than that nothing of that sort is happening so I, what are you going to do then I, mahin how are you going to change it all come on i want to hear this <laughs> so that So the main aim is awareness right so we have different programs and we have different training programs and we have different literacy programs so we're going to go and approach different companies and we have actually started to approach different companies and we have some com- companies on board and it literally varies actually because some companies who are on board with us are from the hospitality sector some are from the education sector and it actually was quite shocking to see that oh my god people are actually interested in this and people <laughs> are actually aware about this and they want to do something about it it's just that nobody was doing it and nobody is starting it but once you start and you get get on the on the ground you actually realize that there's so many people who actually want to be on board with you so we're going to give different programs we're going to give different literacy training programs to companies and we can actually tailor it according to their own um subject matter as well and then we're going to give three different types of programs so some programs are going to be express some are going to be standard and some are going to be comprehensive programs and then the app will be a part of these programs and the app will be downloaded to all of these people who are going to be um 
participating in our programs and then the app is going to teach them how to be sustainable how to measure their emissions and how to just be mindful because until unless we won't be mindful nothing is going to change and it has you, to start you're, yeah you this is brilliant you are you you going for business to start with yeah you're trying to tackle businesses businesses government mncs yes yeah so, everyone who's interested yeah and what what do you think um you know obviously we've had greta and we've had loads of stuff and the younger generation are always much more aware than anyone else about what's going on. Um, you talked about education, which is interesting. Do you think, I, I don't know if you speak to any younger people, but is there any kind of movement with the youth looking at it, wanting to know, asking questions of the older generation? Not a massive. Um, again, it brings me back to my original point that there is a severe lack of awareness over here. So, I mean, not a massive um interest that the youth has but definitely people are talking about this and there's so many people who are working towards this a lot of people are actually becoming sustainable and i'm actually you know the other day i saw this um this clothing brand who had actually written on their um back as well that they're a sustainable brand and no nothing is being harmed so people are actually doing something about it so i think it's going to take a lot of time for a movement to come over here, as you said. But yes, definitely there are some sure. groups which are doing it. But we still have a really, really long way to go. You said something lovely at the beginning. You said, we can't wait for foreign help or other people. You you have to get on and do it. Why, why do you say that? I mean, we can't be we can't wait for 2030 to be net zero, right? Like if we can be net zero before, we should start it, right? So I think that um, there's never a right time. And what's happening in Pakistan is actually really, really bad. And it's actually nothing positive is happening in all the other um, spectrums. So I think if I can contribute a little bit, so why not? And if I can make, make people aware about this, why not? Like if I think I have the capacity to do it, so I want to go go along and I want to make a difference. So that's the- Ah, that's spoken the like a true <laughs> FNZer. I like to see it. Um, I learned from the best. <laughs> That's just a brilliant lie as well. Um, also, I think, go on. I want to add something. I think a future net zero and energy live news actually does have a really big part because I think you guys made us feel so guilty about how we should be sustainable and how we should be mindful. So I think a lot of that thought process comes from that. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad to see it. Um, before we go, so you're launching, which is great, and you'll get that going. What's your hope? Because I think that you you said it right at the beginning obviously trying to get people to be accountable but the first thing is just aware so do you hope it within a year's time more people as they get to know what you're doing as you speak in circles as you meet people in business do you hope there'll be a bit more of a kind of awareness of what all this is because as you said right at the beginning you, you you're, you're really up there as one of the people you know one of the people who are going to be affected the most by all this climate change the hope is that um it's actually the hope is to make people aware about it, yes. But I think what I really want to do is that I want to inculcate this feeling of accountability into people. This is our main aim. CarbonWise's main aim is that people are held accountable for it in the sense that, you know, if they're doing something, they have this thought process behind that, oh my God, you know, this can harm the environment. So I think more than awareness, accountability is extremely, extremely important. And we want individuals to be able to quantify their results. Hence, we're going to make the app and the app is going to be launched. So I think the hope is that at the end, 
at the end of the day, people will become more mindful and they will become more um, aware about what they're doing to the environment. And once they are, only then we can, you know, ask other entities and bodies to help yeah. us. If we yeah. don't help ourselves, it's not yeah. going to happen. So the international funding that also we need, we the only way that we can do it if we start helping ourselves and if we start realizing the implications and the impact. So that's the hope to, you know, get the proper funding, get proper frameworks and get people on board with it and get as many people on board, board with it. So that's oh my it. God, you sound like a businesswoman, Mahani. I'm scared. No. No. <laughs> and what's your family think about this? Uh, they were very shocked, but they're very happy. <laughs> <laughs> they were as shocked as you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine, I can say this. I just think this is brilliant. I think it's great. You've got the balls to do this. You're going for it. And, you know, making a difference is what we've obviously tried to do with Future Net Zero. And if we can inspire you and if you can inspire other people in Pakistan, what a great thing that'll do. So lots of love. I wish you the best you so of success. Much. We'll stay in touch. But uh, thanks for joining us on the Net Hero podcast this week. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Net Hero podcast with Sumit Bose from Future Net Zero. Visit our platform for all things Net Zero. And if you or your business is doing great things on the path to net zero and want to be featured on the podcast, email nethero at futurenetzero.com. Follow us on social media. futurenetzero.com. Better business, better planet.